0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Today, we're talking about the man who broke hearts in China Tech. His name is Lu. Lu Han, the teen idol who broke the internet when he announced he had a girlfriend? No. Okay, I'm just kidding.
0: Well, when this guy resigned, Chinese netizens described his departure as collective trauma and grief.
1: That's right, we are talking about Lu Qi, not Lu Han, the former Yahoo and Microsoft exec who just resigned as COO of Baidu. The president's key economic team goes to China.
0: Uh, After a whole night banking, I say I still want to do it. Everyone. We are Tech Buzz China by PanDaily, powered by the Seneca Podcast Network.
1: We're a new weekly podcast focused on giving you a peek into what's buzzing within the tech community in China.
0: We try hard to uncover and contextualize unique insights, perspectives, and takeaways on headline tech news that don't always make it into English language coverage.
1: Tech Buzz China is a part of pandaily.com, a new English language site that tells you everything about China's innovation. I'm one of our two co-hosts, Ray Ma, and I
0: just came back from a
1: two-week trip in China where I met some of our listeners in person. That was really fun.
0: And I'm your other co-host, Yingying Lu. We'd like to take a sec here to give a shout out to some of our listeners who've written in.
1: That's right. A big thank you to Nate Holstein, Will Lee, Maverick Ju, Greg Stagg, Shane Gao, Rishi Sakdev. oh my god, this list never ends, Sari Jane, Christina Christensen, Charles Bueller, and Francis Bea.
0: Thank you, especially to those of you who've taken the time to give us more detailed feedback. In the next few weeks, we're going to be experimenting a bit more with structure and format. So please definitely keep us posted on what you think. Okay, so first,
1: ying what is up with this dude,
0: Luqi? This story definitely made the headlines in the U.S. as well, but it had unparalleled coverage in China.
1: We were thinking doing a story on him two weeks ago when he quit as CEO of Baidu on Friday, May 18th, but we had some other stuff queued up.
0: And it's now two weeks later and he's still in the headlines.
1: The man has legendary status in China. Whoever has Luqi, the saying goes, will own the world of AI.
0: Which is why the stock dropped 9.5% or something like 9 billion the day his departure was announced. Obviously, investors lost a great deal of confidence. Remember now, Baidu's new corporate motto has been all in on AI.
1: Lu had been pulled in to do exactly that, and the stock had gone up 58% during his 18 months there. It was on the up and up.
0: Uh-huh, that's what everyone thought.
1: While Lu was there, Baidu did a few things investors really liked, such as selling its loss-making food delivery business.
0: He also closed its Baidu Doctor app, IPO'd ITE, its video streaming business, and of course, poured a lot of resources into AI.
1: Today, we want to give you some insight into why Luqi has such stature in the Chinese tech world.
0: Why Chinese people think losing Qi is not only a huge blow to Baidu, but to all of Chinese internet.
1: No exaggeration there.
0: Some reporters interviewed tech company employees who said that they felt like their heart had been broken and that Lou leaving was like going through a breakup.
1: Boo-hoo. None of this was really captured in the U.S. media because Lou has a different reputation in China than he does globally. Globally, he's simply known as an AI expert.
0: But in China, the immediate phrase following his name is always, quote, the highest-ranking Chinese person in Silicon Valley.
1: Or the Silicon Valley Chinese legend, which is convenient since his first name, Qi, is actually the same character that means legend. Or the light of Chinese, hua ren zhi guang. We can go on and on. The Chinese have crazy affection for this guy, who came from nothing but overcame everything.
0: His story is well known. He was born into a desperately poor family in Shanghai and had very little to eat growing up.
1: Yeah, the Chinese media is always describing how short and skinny he is, as evidence of his childhood malnutrition.
0: Luckily, though, he was super smart and got into Fudan, a top 10 university in China, as an undergrad in computer science.
1: And apparently his work ethic was legendary even then.
0: His favorite novel is the 10-volume Jean Christophe,
1: which I never heard of until today, but his favorite quote is something like, Life is a nonstop, heartless war
0: completely by accident. He attended a lecture by Carnegie Mellon computer science professor and Turing Award winner Edmund Clark at Fudan.
1: His question stood out so much that the professor invited him to pursue a PhD in the US, gave him a full scholarship, and even waived the application fee, which he couldn't afford at the
0: time anyway. Though it was technically against the rules of communist China, the school made an exception.
1: At CMU, he overlapped with Kaifu fu Li, who is now a famous cross-border venture capitalist.
0: Kaifu supposedly told him to go find work in Silicon Valley after graduation. While Kai-Fu joined Apple, Liu joined IBM's research lab. He didn't stay too long, though, before going to Yahoo, and he was there for 10 years, eventually managing something like 3,000 engineers and heading up the search and search advertising group.
1: When he left in 2008, he was supposedly thinking of going back to China, but was personally recruited by none other than Steve Ballmer to join Microsoft instead.
0: There, he helped launch Bing, Microsoft's search product.
1: Chinese media seemed to think he might have been in the line for the CEO position at Microsoft, but he suddenly left in 2016 due to health reasons. And
0: that's when Robin Lee snatched him up for Baidu.
1: Liu was hired as group president in charge of products, technology,
0: sales, marketing, and operations in January 2017. By this time, his workaholism was well-known and widely applauded in China. He was respected for
1: sleeping only four hours a night and being in the office by 6 a.m. every
0: day. Yeah, I'm not sure I agree with that kind of work-life balance, Ray. But his directness, efficiency, and honesty were pretty universally well regarded.
1: He was known for bringing 15-minute standing meetings to Baidu and for answering every single email, no matter who it was from.
0: He emphasized efficiency in a country where hierarchy is traditionally very important. Details of
1: Liu's diligent work habits flooded the internet after his departure. There
0: were so many, and they were so glowing and so emotional. They practically read like eulogies.
1: And this is where I think it's super interesting. So unlike the previous high-profile Silicon Valley departures from Baidu and other Chinese tech companies... We're talking Hugo Barra from Xiaomi. Yep. uh, Andrew
0: Ng, also from Baidu.
1: That's right. This one seems really to have struck a nerve with Chinese people.
0: I think it's because of Liu's homegrown hero status. Because unlike the others, he's local Chinese and grew up in the farmlands of Shanghai Pudong.
1: Yeah, if you take a look at Tencent and Alibaba, both their number twos are overseas Chinese. Zhou Tsai at Alibaba is a Taiwanese-Canadian.
0: Martin Lau at Tencent was born in Beijing, but he's really from Hong Kong.
1: One of them is a lawyer, and the other is a banker.
0: Neither of them had Silicon Valley clout before jumping into Chinese internet.
1: Furthermore, they're not tech prodigies, and when they joined China Tech, it was still far behind the West.
0: Liu, on the other hand, is a Silicon Valley success. He is the perfect hero for today's China.
1: He's a tech genius, management pro, and can succeed
0: in the U.S. but chooses to be in China. This is the type of top-notch global talent that China Tech is looking for and that they desperately need to retain.
1: No wonder that when he left, the entire industry felt, in their own words, heartbroken and close to tears.
0: Yeah, especially when the other party was Baidu.
1: Chinese netizens have a difficult relationship with Baidu. It's one of the most maligned companies in the media. It's still not really recovered from the medical advertising scandals of a few years back. And it's just known for being a very typical Chinese company. Very political. Game of Thrones style. Detractors say it's almost run like a family business by CEO Robin Lee and his wife, Melissa.
0: No wonder then that when Lou left, rumors began circulating that he was ousted because he was on the wrong side of marital strife between the couple.
1: Mistress and illegitimate children, blah, blah, blah.
0: The public latched onto the rumor super quickly. I personally think people were just still hurt and probably looking for some conspiracy theory as to why Lou had to leave after just a year and a half at the company.
1: It got so big that Baidu PR had to come out with an official statement that it was untrue and even threatened legal action.
0: Which is where we are at today. There is almost daily headlines speculating on where Lou is going to go next.
1: Maybe Xiaomi. There was a photo of him with Lei Jun, although Xiaomi has actually officially said that that's a rumor
0: and untrue. (laughs) But they're always denying things and going back on it the week after.
1: Yeah. Others are hoping, though, he does a startup.
0: Certainly, more than a few VCs are ready to invest at a unicorn valuation if he decides to do so. And more than
1: a few believe that his departure was inevitable, given that Baidu is a Chinese company after all.
0: They think he couldn't have survived in a Chinese company.
1: Nope. And some of the loudest voices are actually coming from Chinese people.
0: When Liu joined Baidu, another former Microsoft exec named Tang Jun wrote him an open letter
1: when this Tong guy joined Shanda, a gaming company that used to be listed in the US, and was a big deal for its time, it was kind of the same thing. High-level foreign tech exec joining a local Chinese tech company. But Tong was super pessimistic about Lou's future of Baidu.
0: Yeah, he basically said, there's nothing you can do. It's not going to change. Your employees are simply not going to care because they're so used to listening to the big boss. In this case, that's Robin. And
1: while he was cheering for Lou to make Chinese internet great again and gave him some tips...
0: Such as making sure you don't step on Robin's toes. Yeah,
1: that obviously didn't work out.
0: Sadly, and based on what I know about Chinese companies... It can be really hard to adjust. And given the amount of reorg lose spearheaded. I'd
1: imagine lots of people found themselves with new job responsibilities and titles, or perhaps without a job at all.
0: Right. He must have made a lot of enemies, maybe without even realizing it.
1: Well, change making is always tough. Whatever happens though, I'm actually quite optimistic about the Chinese internet industry after this incident.
0: Yep. It was very revealing. All those qualities that Lou exhibited. Work
1: ethic, openness, lack of hierarchy. Diligence,
0: technical skills, focus on R&D and superior product.
1: Those are the things that represent the best of Silicon Valley. And it
0: seems that Chinese tech workers very much want the same in their own companies and leaders. I think the U.S. and China have more in common than they may think. <music>
1: All right. The two-day Blockchain Connect conference is coming up on June 26th in San Jose, California. Join over 50 speakers and 2,000 attendees in an intensive discussion on the hottest topic these days, blockchain. We've secured discounted tickets for our listeners. Go to www.goblockchainconnect.com and enter code PANDAILY on the Eventbrite page.
0: We'll see you there later this month. We'd like to give a shout out to our partners at SubChina. In addition to our podcast here with Pan Daily, they publish the excellent Seneca podcast, a weekly discussion of current affairs on China with journalists, writers, academics, policymakers, and business people. So while we only focus on tech, they really give you the entire overview. Subchina, hand-in-hand with GGV, also publishes the GGV 996 podcast, which interviews top tech leaders in China tech and investment. Go check them out! Okay,
1: that's all for this week, folks. Thanks for listening. We really enjoyed putting this together and are always open to any comments or suggestions. You can find us on Twitter at ThePanDaily. And my personal Twitter account is Rayma. That's spelled
0: R-U-I-M-A. And my Twitter is spelled G-I-N-Y, G-I-N-Y. We'll be back here same time next week. Tech bus China by Pandaily is powered by the Seneca
1: Podcast Network. Pandaily.com is a new English language website that tells you everything about China's innovation. Our producers are Carol Yin and Kaiser Pohl.